Welcome to Elevate. My name is Ellie Stiles, intuitive channeler, yoga instructor, and holistic wellness enthusiast. I am bringing you conversations to help guide you towards better ways of thinking, feeling, and doing. If you push play today, know that you are in the right place at the right time and there are messages for you. I am so grateful that you're here and I'm so excited for you to listen to this conversation. Let's begin. Welcome back to Elevate with Ellie Styles. I am so excited to share our guest today, Sophia Malkotsis. She is founder of NYC Yoga Sophia, yoga and meditation teacher, a student of chiropractic studies, and one of my dearest friends. She has so many gifts to share with this world and shares so much wisdom in this episode today. We talk about posture and how technology is shifting our spine. She talks about the impact of that on our nervous system and our energy and how you can create shifts both physically and energetically to create change. So there's so much good stuff in this episode. It's quick, but it's packed full, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. Enjoy. Welcome to Elevate, Sophia. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like actually smiling like <laughs> ear to ear right now. Like just so excited. Um, I'm so grateful for you giving me this opportunity to share mm. what I'm about to share. And I'm just seriously so excited. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. Okay, well, let's just dive right in. Tell us everything that we need to know right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, how much time do I have? <laughs> Your clock, like, sister. <laughs> okay, let's see how much I can get through. Um, so today, if you're not familiar um, with me or what I'm doing right now, I am in school for chiropractic. I'm getting my doctorate degree, and right now we are, well, I'm working with a mentor, and we are focusing a lot on, obviously, the spine, but really what's happening in the upper neck and upper back with the majority of the collective, what people are seeing in their practices when we look at the x-rays, and I'll dive into that in a minute, but what's happening is this phenomenon called anterior head carriage, which is our heads almost C-curved forward. So think about people hunching over. Our necks are turned in, like looking over technology, like Mm -hmm. how people look over their phones. That's what anterior head carriage is. It's the spine moving a few inches forward, And what's happening is that our spine, since it's being in this position for so long, it's the actual vertebrae of the spine are moving to adapt in this position of shrimping over technology. So this has everything to do with the energy though. So when I say energy, I mean, the manifestation of the energetic dis-ease that we feel in our bodies. So I also work with meditation clients. And so we do a lot of energy work and we allow ourselves to 
really observe how we're feeling emotionally and energetically. Um, And so when that is misaligned or not connected fully to our bodies, so all three have to be in alignment, right? Our Mm. mind, our body, and our energy. So when there is dis-ease, let's say in our spirit, we're not following our intuition, that would be an energetic dis-ease. So are we all... Are you with me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm following. So I'm like okay. tapped in. So, but you're talking, okay, so. you're essentially saying that the dis-ease we experience in the body is deeply connected to this physical aspect of how the majority of people are carrying our bodies just due to posture, um, but primarily yep. the spine. Yep, 100%. Okay. All right, we are following. So, <laughs> okay, awesome. So it's really interesting because the spine actually holds the spinal cord. And so the spine is so important because it allows the functioning of our nervous system. So our central nervous system and our peripheral nervous system. So our central nervous system is our brain and our spinal cord. And then our peripheral nervous system is everything else. So like think the nerves that connect to all the other places in your body, like the organs, the muscles, tissues. Mm -hmm. Um, So what's happening with anterior head carriage is that it's suppressing the spinal cord because the spine Mm -hmm. is moving forward. So it's causing that suppression of the spinal cord and all those nerve roots that are coming out of the spine. So, all of this innervates, all of the spines, all of the spinal nerve roots are innervating um, the brain, the heart, and the lungs mostly for our upper back, like so our mid, our upper thoracics and our cervical spine. So that's our upper back and our neck. Okay. Yeah. So our our, symp- our parasympathetic nervous system is being suppressed. So our sympathetic is heightened, sure. which means disease, right? It right. means anxiety. And that's um, our, that's so our I, fight or flight, correct? Correct. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Which we so, didn't need more of post-COVID. <laughs> no, and that's so interesting because, like, when we think COVID, we think the lungs, heart, breathing. Mm-hmm. And so... That's so important because with anterior head carriage and what we're seeing in the majority of people's spines is that this anterior head carriage has everything to do with the heart, the lungs, the brain, because, and also anxiety, mm-hmm. heart rate, because mm-hmm. our brain and the bottom portion of the brain, so right where it connects to the spinal cord is the medulla oblongata. And the medulla oblongata is regulating our heart rate, our breathing, and our emotions. Mm, okay. Which is literally all anxiety, right? So it's just so interesting how this is all connected on a physical level. Yeah. But so now I'm just going to go into the energy side. And this is kind of where the work that we've both been doing for ourselves is really showing up. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm it's like straightening my back as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And lifting I mean, my chin towards the sky. 
<laughs> All right, everybody just like dig your spine into the ground, reach all the way up. As if yeah, what's, what's something daily <laughs> that we can do on just like, you know, obviously we're going to have to be on our computers, on our phones, whether or not that's for a few hours, longer or shorter, what's an exercise that we can come back to a few times during the day to adjust ourselves? Um, so it's really important. So this is called ergonomics. So Mm -hmm. making sure that we are always bringing our technology to our eyes. So we always want to be eye level with whatever we're looking at. So whether that means stacking your computer on books and then getting a keyboard. So your elbows are 90 degrees. So really you want your eye level to be in alignment with your screens and then you want your your keyboard or whatever you're typing with to be right below so in line with your elbows so just allowing your shoulders to relax okay um so that's something that uh people can do easily if they want to stack some books and then get another keyboard um yeah no, that's and a then idea. standing decks standing desks are really helpful And then just really making sure that you're incorporating movement Mm -hmm. because the bones in our spine, they don't get blood flow. You have to move the body in order to create that lubrication of the joints. How long is too long to be sitting, in your opinion, without a break here and there getting up? In my opinion, 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. There you have it. (laughs) Yeah, that's my opinion. Get your ass up after 15 Yeah, get your ass up, walk around, okay. do a stretch, cat cow, like whatever it is. Okay, no, that's, yeah. that's helpful and that's something easy that we can all do. Yeah. Um, I have videos on my um, website for yoga. They're all short, under 10 minutes long. Amazing. If anybody wants to check them out. Um, but yeah, so... Getting back into the energetics of what's happening with our misalignment is that when we're born, um, one of our first instincts is to lift our head, and that's to bring awareness to the world. Mm. So we want to see and hear and look around at the world. And I think it's really interesting that this anterior head carriage where actually doing the opposite of that so we're decreasing energetic awareness as well as the actual awareness right this is where it gets so interesting because it's like okay what have we been focusing on these past two years like all of it is heightening our awareness and our perception and our reality our subconscious so if that's all being suppressed there's no wonder that the world is in this extreme lack of awareness mm-hmm. and depression and anxiety. And even the physical representation of what that looks like. Like if our, if our chin is down, our head is down, and we're looking down towards the ground or not quite up, I feel like that just represents this retraction of we're, we're looking back at something or... Um, Again, just the energy connected with that physical representation. When we when we lift up, when we're looking forward, we're looking into the future, right? Or we're looking at what's right in front of us. So presence, future versus putting energetics and physical physical energy 
to your past and, and putting that into your future and into and what's right in front of you, which also just makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're spot on. I actually, um, I wrote that down too. Like, so you read my mind because it's like when we're actually like hunched over, like that's what we do when we're scared or when we're upset. And it's like when we are not in that state and when we are more aware, we our chest is up, we're shoulders rolled back, we're looking mm-hmm. up, we're excited. So like we're really just, yeah, so the body really is that physical representation of what's happening energetically. Mm-hmm. And it all pretty much does come down to love, which is, I'm sure this is kind of like a shock for some people because it's kind of out there but it's also like if you are if you have this love for yourself you're going to be in tune with your body and self-love means that you love every aspect of who you are you're proud of who you are you're confident and so you're not hunched over you're not afraid of what's in front of you what's Mm -hmm. around you you're not looking at your phone to subconsciously compare yourself to other people right so it's like it all really is connected and love is how we'll get there. So how, you know, to the person that just heard the word self-love, confidence, excitement, and they're in a space of darkness right now and they're anxious and they're depressed and that just seems like a really far stretch for them. How does someone start to practice self-love um, or even just start to get curious about it, you know, and um, start to make little changes here and there. So what I'm about to say is probably going to be contrary to what I should say. (laughs) So I, so I want to say that I should say, oh, just be easy on yourself, be gentle, like you're going through a process. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I was there too. And I was in that victimization state. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to change, you can change. Mm-hmm. It's your brain. It's a muscle. You can change the chemistry of your brain with thoughts. That's all epigenetics. So if you want something bad enough, you want to feel good bad enough, it's something that's going to have to be a practice, Yeah. something that you put in every single day. And to start small is doing one thing or telling yourself one thing that you love about yourself when you look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So it all comes back to just allowing yourself to really get clear on where you're actually at. And if you want the sympathy or if you actually want Mm -hmm. to change. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the most true and simple statement that you can put it is like, if you want to change, you can, and it's, it's up to you. And someone actually asked me yesterday, um, we were talking about kind of a shift from depression to this excitement about life. And she's like, you know, well, how, how did you change? And I said, you know, I didn't want to feel how I was feeling anymore, period. (laughs) And I could either stay there or start doing different things to move into a different space, into a different energy. And I think it ultimately does come down to, you know, how badly do you want to change? And is it enough to push you forward? Because yes, there is this aspect of permission 
and being gentle with yourself. And I support that. And I, those are words I use to self-soothe all the time. But they're in the same way, there's a, um, a discipline to reframing the mind because it requires daily, hourly work and reinforcement. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I actually love so much that you said that. And also that you said how you have to change your behavior to change your energy. Mm-hmm. And that is so key because, right, the, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Yeah. Like you have to change, whether that's changing your thoughts or changing what you're doing physically. But I do think that changing your behavior is allowing yourself and your body to speed up that energetic shift mm-hmm. because you're actually allowing your body to experience something different. And that could be an example of going to a yoga class if you're used to sitting around or watching TV all the time. Sure. You're giving your body that different experience. What is? And then you said... Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to ask, what is something that you've, a behavior that you've intentionally changed and seen a transformation from doing so? Put you on the spot. (laughs) No, it's okay. I'm thinking because there's two things that just popped into my head. So one of them is stopping or not stopping completely, but being really mindful of how much sugar I eat. That's Mm. something that I have to consciously be aware (laughs) of because I get really like jittery when I have sugar and I also get anxiety when I have sugar. Mm. And I like just realized that, but sugar is so addictive that, yeah. So as soon as you eat it, you want to keep eating it because of what's happening with dopamine like in your brain. Yeah. So I have to like actually consciously choose to not eat it, even if I want it for the taste. (laughs) So when you're in Um, that stage of wanting, like, okay, so say you want the sugar, you're not going to have it. Is there a way that you distract yourself? Are you consuming something different or are are you simply just using discipline to control yourself? Yeah. So I personally need a different action. Okay. In order to overcome that urge so I'll make myself tea or I'll change where I am in my apartment Mm -hmm. so if I'm in the kitchen I'll go in my room and I'll go do work or I'll make a cup of tea or I'll make a snack if I'm hungry that is gonna actually benefit my body and the way that I feel yeah um And then the other one is waking up early. That's something that I have really been making an effort to do instead of sleeping in, even if I'm tired, because the morning just really allows myself to set up my days. And so getting that or losing, yeah, losing that extra half hour of sleep, I think is worth it. Um, when it comes down to it, because if I slept in, I 
would not feel this good. <laughs> I just, I just know that. No, hundred percent. Sophia's, you guys, have... she's up at like three thirty in the morning. <laughs> like... Only on Tuesdays. Okay. <laughs> that's just like that's an oh anomaly. <laughs> I wanted to circle back to energy and and just kind of coming back to what we initially were talking about. How do you think that the collective being in this state of like physical dysfunction (laughs) because we're all you know constantly looking down and um you know not in this appropriate posture how is that impacting our interactions together oh I love that you asked this (laughs) (laughs) it has everything to do with lack of connection because we're not connected Mm. to ourselves because of this wow so we're not connected to ourselves because, well, one, if you even just think about why we're hunched over in the first place, it's to look at our phones and technology, which is rejecting the present moment, which is essentially rejecting what your body's feeling in that moment. So you're rejecting yourself. <laughs> wow. And yeah. So there's that. And that manifests into, if you're not connected to yourself, how are you going to be connected to anybody else? Like, really? Wow. This is so true. So when we are in it, so when we can change, what we could change, this is where it gets really fun. We can start to choose to not be hunched over our technology and put it down. Imagine and that. connect to other people. Imagine that, Imagine right? That, like, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like come on people (laughs) you know what I'm guilty of it and it's funny because you brought this up like a couple of months ago and ever since I've been so aware of how much even when I'm sleeping with a fucking pillow on my head I'm like oh my gosh my chin is like tucked (laughs) and I'll be like meditating meditating in the morning in my bed and I'm like get rid of the pillow open and then I'll put a little pillow underneath in between on that spine so that my head is like tilted upwards (laughs) amazing yeah so we want to like really take in mind what the spine is doing at all times Mm -hmm. because when we're training our spine we're actually creating new neural networks wow so yeah so what's happening is that our body is So if you're changing the structure of the spine, it's the body's turn to adapt to the change instead of the energy. So Mm. it's like the opposite of what Joe Dispenza teaches. Okay. So what, so when that happens, when you're changing the body, it brings more neurological flexibility. Wow. So, yeah. So that means that your body has more room to feel these things and adapt to them. And when your body's getting this, more, when your body's getting more awareness, your energy's getting more awareness. And that's where more creative thoughts come. You become mm. more in tune with yourself, your intuition, what feels good to you. It's almost as if your life is turning back on. Wow. This is so good. Yeah. Out- it's so, so connected. Everything. <laughs> Everything. No, truly, it is. it is all interconnected. So outside of physically adjusting ourselves whether we're going to a chiropractor practicing yoga and then just doing kind of those self check-ins and adjustments is there anything energetically that we can practice 
that is going mm-hmm. to impact our bodies. Yes. Brain and heart coherence. So Give what that is, yeah. So what that is, is connecting our brain and our heart to be on the same vibrational mm. wave. So our brain has its own, it's blanking its own waves okay um, waves. yeah so yeah, yeah so <laughs> our yeah it is so our brain has um its own wavelength and so does our heart so there's energy around our brain energy around our heart okay and we want to connect the two and that happens when we are thinking in states of gratitude and love mm, the highest vibrations so, exactly yeah so what you can do without needing anything else is just think about something that you're really grateful for or somebody or something that brings you so much love. Mm. And that allows you to connect your brain and your heart coherence. And that has such a strong and powerful impact on the body because your body is now bringing in that energy which then will manifest into the physical. Beautiful. So when your body's vibrating on a higher vibration and you're in those states of love and gratitude, your your body is able to self-regulate. It's able mm. to go into that parasympathetic rest-digest state. And that's where healing is. Oh, amazing. And I think when you're doing that and you're practicing that, you're also sending out those vibrations and that's going to impact your interactions with others, which will be a domino effect, you know, on the people that you are coming into contact with. And something that I heard yesterday from Abraham Hicks, which I loved, is focus on the beliefs that come easily to you. And so if, you know, when we're talking about gratitude and heart and, you know, connecting our brain and our heart to be on that same vibration, sometimes it's difficult to feel grateful for something or sometimes it's difficult to connect to that energy if it's new to you or if you genuinely don't feel like you have anything to start to feel that emotion. So the goal there is to, instead of really trying to change that existing belief that feels so limited to you, connect to one that you feel really strongly about. Even if it's something as simple as like, I know that I can make friendships really easily or I'm really grateful that I have this incredible friendship. Um, You know, something really simple that you can grasp and that you're really confident in and express gratitude for that versus if you're sitting there trying to, you know, express gratitude and love for a relationship that you don't have yet (laughs) and to try to tap into that energy of love, you know, it might not create that same magnitude that something that you strongly believe is there and present with you does. And just understanding that the rest of that will come, but just focusing on what's right in front of you and what you truly strongly believe in, write that in there. Um, Because I really feel like that will just expand the vibration of love and gratitude and it's it's more um, easy to grasp. Yeah, completely. It's, yeah, because we don't have to think about what we want in the future to feel that emotion. So Mm -hmm. like if I wanted to call in love and relationship, 
I could still think of my dog, <laughs> even though he's not a dog. A hundred percent. Like I could think about all of the love that I feel. Yes. When I'm with him, <laughs> and and that, mm. and since I'm in that vibration of love, I'm still gonna attract a relationship if that's right <laughs> for me in that moment. <laughs> Absolutely, I love that you said that. <laughs> Thank God for peanut. <laughs> I know. I know. Just so wow. loving. But also, like, it takes practice to get past yourself. Of course. Yeah. So, like, you have – it's it really is a practice. Yes. And it's really just – it's training your, your brain, but it's also training your subconscious. Yeah. Which is happening when you're kind of on autopilot and have to just come back and just say, oh, like, okay, I'm here now. And I can start over. You're just constantly starting over. And that's one of my favorite things to even realize is that Mm. there's always a fresh start. Every minute is a fresh start. You don't have to start tomorrow or in a or in a week. Like you can start right now. Like now is new. Yeah. You don't have to wait until tomorrow morning or wow. I love that. It's a great reminder. Now, just to kind of wrap things up, what are you offering to the collective right now? Where can people find you? How can they work with you? So I am offering packages for meditation right now. I have private clients and I have limited availability, but if you message me and it's a fit, we could definitely work something out. You can find me at nyciyogasofia.com or my Instagram handle is at sophiamalk underscore. Perfect. Any other last messages you want to share with whoever finds this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Anything you're feeling called? (laughs) Listen to it as many times as you possibly can to Fully understand what is happening Mm. with the world, with your body, with your mind, because I'm sure it's going to go over a few people, like a lot of people's heads, because what we talked about is like, I've worked years on like understanding all these concepts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm sure if I were like listening to this a few years ago, I'd be like, what the fuck is she saying? (laughs) Love is the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Love is the answer. All you need to know is that you create your reality and you always have choices. (laughs) Sophia also has a self-love course. It's incredible. It's accessible, digestible. It's easy to move through. It's helpful. Where can they find that right now on your website as well? Yeah, that's on my website okay. too under shop. Beautiful. She also has some cute ass sweatshirts with some positive yeah. messaging on them. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about those. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, thank yeah. you for coming on today. I'm so excited that we'll get to chat. And I know, I have no doubts, we'll be on together again <laughs> talking yes, about so Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed this and I hope that there were some things in there that people resonated with. So many gifts. Thank you.